doing the math backwards about four years into doing comedy, living in New York, you get a TV show? It was a little less. It was like, I guess it was like three years. Which is maybe. even crazier, right? All of a sudden, you're, you're hosting a TV show. Yeah. I didn't think of it as crazy, though, because I didn't. I had nothing to compare it to. Like, I yeah. was never even a comedy. I didn't follow comedy, you know? Yeah. Like, I wasn't a comedy nerd. I mean, I lo- liked it. You were doing it for Certainly. a few years, though. You must have, um, you know, people must have made it clear to you that that was a crazy thing to have happen to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was probably, like, from the time I started performing to when I got the TV show. It was even shorter. It's probably, like, a year and a half or something. Yeah. But, um, but I, yeah, people would point out to me, but not really, though. I mean, they were just kind of like, I, you know, but I didn't. Also, I, I guess I felt like, because I didn't start doing comedy when I was 18 or whatever, yeah. I felt like I was more like, I was like, oh, I'm getting a late start anyway, but I need to have this <laughs> You're stuff. You're catching up by getting I a TV I need show. stuff to, to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I've been fucking around so long in my life. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. What, what was the show? It's called King of Miami. It's very obscure. I think it's on. I think it's, it's on, on Hulu, Hulu now. Yeah. yeah, it was on a network called Mojo, which is no longer in existence. I, not even. But it was. Um, it was good. I you know I don't know. I, I wish I wish someone else would give me a TV show. I hope that's not it for me. What 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 was the conceit of the show? It was me. I mean, it was sort of inspired by me doing basically what I started doing when I yeah. started doing video stuff. You know, going to. Fashion Week, Comic Con, New York Bar Show, just going and being an idiot, mm-hmm. talking to people. Yeah. So the show was me in Miami, just talking to people, and you know, just being trying to become a quintessential Miami douchebag. You know, like go looking at private jets, getting a sp- yeah. spray tan, and was was that like your that. was that your pitch going to Miami? No, it was um. Uh, my friend Elise Roth, who we created the show together, and she was the executive producer and all that. She, you know, we wanted to do a show. The initial the idea was to do like a travel show, mm-hmm. where I'd be going to a different city yeah. each episode and doing. You know, probably is pretty much what Idiot Abroad. Even though I've seen very little of that show, <laughs> um, you know, him going, Carl Pilkington yeah. going different places and. So stranger in a strange land. Yeah, that's what sort of was the big pitch, you know, because yeah. obviously we would be like, yeah, let's do it all over the world. And then it was yeah. like, well, let's just do it in America. <laughs> well, let's just do it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Elise had been to Miami, and she's like, there's so much absurdity there, so why don't we just center it around that city, and if we go another season, we'll do, you know, King of Las Vegas or whatever. But that was, <laughs> that was the only season we did, so. But, um... Yeah, and then, and then the rest has all been downhill since then. No, yeah, that can't be true. No, it doesn't. You're, you're I don't know. Busy. I have days when I think that. Yeah, but um, no, not really. But yes, yeah, you know, I just, I still. I mean, TV is definitely the brass ring for a lot of people. You wrote a book recently, though. That's a yeah, I have a book that came out like yeah. last year, and I'm right now. I'm writing another. This is goes back to like why I was saying I was going to quit. Yeah, coffee or just try to be more hydrated because. I'm writing a new book now, or like supposed to be, mm-hmm. and um, I haven't figured out what it is yet. And, and you blame dehydration for that fact? Well, I blame everything, but yeah. you know the, the obvious of just not sitting down and writing it. 
I would think like, oh, this. What else? I moved, and um, yeah, and no, I'm just sort of because, you know, I I wake up late. You know, I have other stuff to do, but you know, I'm like, fuck, I gotta write this book. How and, how uh, are you? How do you how do you fill your days at this point? You know, because I was thinking that before because you're waking up in the morning, you're, you're drinking coffee. It sounds like you're know. keeping a regular schedule. Um, I wait. Yeah, I wake up around in the eight-ish, nine-ish okay. range sure. in there. Yeah, try to be uh, like kind of on my That's feet. That's a reasonable. Time. Yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel guilty if I if yeah. I'm like lying in bed. Yeah. Uh, so I get up and I go over to the co- the other coffee shop, <laughs> and I have coffee. You looked around as you said that. <laughs> I like. Well, you don't want them I to know that here. you're cheating on I'll them. I'll go here. I come here in the afternoon yeah. if I get coffee usually, but. I just got a coffee maker, so I don't know. Mm. We'll see where things go. That's, I mean, if you're trying to quit coffee, that's literally the worst possible thing you can do. I've, I never had this thought of quitting coffee until today. But, but you know, it's like saying, like, oh, you got to drink the three times yeah. of the amount of It's like alco- too much work, if anything. Yeah, I don't yeah. have that kind of time. So I was yeah. like, maybe if I just cut out alcohol and coffee. But... It's probably unlikely that one of those things. I have cut back way back on drinking now, which is not to say like I was like in a blackout before all the time, but I've cut back to a healthier amount according to like medical yeah. opinion. <laughs> just the there's just just the the one red wine a day, um, a couple, <laughs> not a, not even every day. Yeah, that's good. But uh, I think that's 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 uh, becoming a grown up, right? It's not uh, yeah. You kind of have to drinking to excess all the time. Well, yeah, but I was I've been talking with a lot of friends about this, and you just forget that you're not 22, and you yeah. can't. My problem is I can drink, you know, I, as long many as whatever you got. Yeah. But then the next, the next day, day is, is when you remember. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't have that. I can't do it anymore. So yeah, I've been trying to cut way back and drink like uh, yeah, the one or two. Every other day, or I I I had I have I have the issue where and this isn't quite it's not it's not quite you know like cutting out alcohol or or like smoking but uh, I was drinking a lot of soda a lot of oh. diet soda for a while. Wait, so you were drinking too much of it? I think so. I mean, oh. I think any is probably too much of the diet stuff because it's yeah just well, liquid that's chemicals. What this, yeah, that's what this yeah. thing I was reading was saying. And, any of that stuff, anything and, but not anything but water, anything and like but fresh water, and maybe some juice. Yeah, is bad. Yeah, I've been drinking a lot of juice lately. Actually, I, I moved in a new place. We bought a bought oh, a, juicer, a juicer, like hundred fifty dollar. Oh, you're not messing around. Rebel juicer. Oh, that's it's, good. It's I, I'm 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 not shooting you. It's literally changed my life. You look great. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't see me before, but you're a mess. Yeah. Um, wait. So so you make your you put your own yeah. kale food in it. Oh my god! Celery kale, every day. Every day, in the morning. In the morning. Do you find that the celery and kale lick make you have to shit your pants? Can I say shit? You can stuff? say shit. Yeah, it's. it's fine. I don't require. It's just going into this machine. Saying it. Yeah. But I. I feel like that would have sent me off say. to the races. Here's what I'll say, Dave: Is any, any major shift in diet, is going to do things to your body? Yeah. In, initially. Um. I was breaking out a lot. Oh, really? Oh, because your body was just like get, Ta- get toxins this out of here. I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much. Of it, like when, once people start talking about like flushing toxins, I kind of 
glaze over because it, it sounds like mumbo jumbo, you know? Yeah, it makes me want to put toxins yeah. into my body. But, uh, yeah, you just, you get into, you start doing it for a while and I don't know. I, I recommend it. But what, what I was getting, the point I was getting at was just that like, I can't, I, I can't, I can't slowly give things up or give things up in pieces. I have to just cut be done with it. Cold turkey. Yeah. I don't have any restraint when it comes to stuff like that. Well, that's that was my thing. I mean, that remains my thing. Yeah. But what happened with me was in August I was in I was in Ireland and I was mm. drinking a lot. As, for, as you do. Yeah. yeah. And then I was starting this not even that long of a tour. I think it was like ten days or something of a tour with Janine Garofalo. And I felt so sick from being in Ireland already. I was like, oh, we're going to like Ireland, Scotland, and England. I was like, which I, in my mind, equate with being drunk a lot. Sure. And um, so I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. So I just didn't drink the whole tour. And I was like, oh, wow, I feel so much better. <laughs> I feel so good when I don't drink. So basically that was it. Yeah, so I, I have I've, a little bit here and there. Yeah, I mean, I've 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 certainly had that revelation in my adult life, and I try to figure out why I keep doing it. But I don't it's know. Delicious. It's delicious. It's a it's a thing. It's a social thing to do. Yeah, that's such a big part of it too, right? It's just, especially in New York, where all the social stuff revolves yeah. almost entirely around alcohol. Well, yeah, I was I was talking about this with my therapist. I was saying I was like, well, because he's like, well, you're not, and no no one is argue that I, you know, like, I don't, I don't think, anyway, that I uh, was a candidate for, like, oh, my God, this guy's got to stop drinking. <laughs> you know, I think I just maybe have, like, a couple too many, like anyone does sometimes. Yeah. So I was saying, like, yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to quit because I don't think there's a problem. Yeah. I just don't want to, like, feel sick. Like, <laughs> and he's like, and I feel like, yeah, there is a social thing, and I feel like unless you're, like, in recovery or whatever to be like no 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 I'm not gonna like have a drink with you I don't know so I feel like people are like oh, come on yeah you know so uh yeah I don't wanna like stop altogether you don't wanna be the guy who I don't wanna be like no I don't have a problem a, I just a seltzer no get that guy out of here <laughs> yeah no unless you have a problem I mean I have plenty of friends who uh who are sober yeah but it's hard to talk about this stuff without someone. I always think someone would hear it and be like, "This guy definitely has a problem." Maybe I. Yeah. Do. Well, I think there's. I think. I think there's. There's the view. There's the, the view of help. people who drink and the, and people who don't drink. I think anybody mm-hmm. who doesn't drink would clearly view you as having a problem if you at any point are drinking to excess. Yeah. Because again, from outside, you know, what's the point of it all? Yeah. Except it's delicious. It's delicious and it makes feels your good. your problems and, go away. Yeah. <laughs> makes you super handsome. Yeah. yeah. It makes everyone more attractive. So book two. Yeah. Um, it, it, this is just book one did well. Now you have to write book two. I mean, two. well enough, I guess. Yeah. It's not like Oprah well. Yeah. But like well enough. Uh, that that I guess somebody's to, asking writing, you to write a second. Yeah. Book. Which is all I could have hoped for. Was, was I mean, book, that was my sort of modest goal. How, was book one... I mean, you know, compared to book two, was book one easy to write? No, I think I had the same phase of it where I was like, oh, I should just give this money back. This seems like a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, before I got in the flow, and I'm kind of, that's where I am right now. 
with this where I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? When, 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 at what point does book one click as being something you want I to keep think, doing? I think um, I had sort of, I'm kind, I guess I'm kind of in the same early phase now where no. like trying different things and like, and um, and then kind of found my way with it and was like, okay, I can just sit down and do this. Um, but it took like I think I was like at first I thought oh this is a book it's like such a grown up thing you know <laughs> and I I gotta have to write this thing and so I think the initial draft was very stiff and then and my editor was kind of like you're being kind of stiff compared like to like a comedy guy right yeah like we've se- read all this other stuff and seen this stuff like seems like you're like trying to like behave yourself so then I went way in the other direction. But, but you were, but you were like, you were like, this is this is what a book is. This is what yeah, a book I was should like, sound like. Oh, I better not say this or yeah. that. And then, um, then I just went way in the other direction, like really far. Uh-huh. And they're like, all right, maybe split the difference. What, <laughs> and what's I the, did what's that. the other? What's the other direction? Just fully, just crazy. A stream of consciousness, yeah. like totally all off the rails. You know, like not really pushing the story yeah. forward much or feeling the desire to do that. So then I kind of split the difference and I was like, okay, this feels right. But it, but in all phase, it was it was more or less that, that, that collection of essays? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the format didn't really change. But now with this one, I'm kind of experimenting with a variety of formats. Yeah. So I haven't really found... Because I don't necessarily want to do this exact same thing. Sure. I mean, it might end up being similar, but I, I kind of want to have a different... Have it be in, interesting to me to do, and then have people... I don't know. Hopefully people want to read it. Where, where does the... I'm trying to remember. Uh, I, heard, I heard you tell the rickshaw story on... A show. Oh yeah, I can't. Where I can't I talk about that. What, what show it was? Yeah, but I write about that in the book. Yeah, w- I talked about that on I think Wiretap. Was it? I think it was Wiretap. Was it the Moth? Is that possible? No. We can name all the podcasts I listen to and figure out which I one. I don't know. Um, I know I talked about it on. Oh um, yeah, Jonathan Goldstein's show okay. on CBC. Um. Anyway, I'm wondering. I'm wondering. You know, because it. You know, this this is a very brief overview I got of your life in New York so far. It sounds like you did a pretty good job moving from from one thing to the next. And I'm wondering when 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 um, driving a rickshaw, how that fits into that picture? Oh, because that was like the first time I ever saw one of those things. You just wanted to do I it. I was like, I want to do that. That looks awesome. Oh, like however long ago it was, you know, over ten years before I lived here. Oh, okay. I saw them and I was like, "That's awesome!" Yeah, dude's just cruising around. He's got <laughs> this card on the back that looks pretty great. And then, you know, the problem with that is, unless you're like really committed to doing that, it's really hard to find the time to uh, to be like, "I'm in," you know, because I yeah. was like, "I don't want to have that really be my job," but I definitely want to do that. Like you can't just haul people around like once a week. You got to be in shape to do it, at least, right? I would think so. I think it's very hard. 
I mean, you tried it. I was. It was very hard. <laughs> like I can't imagine becoming good at it. Yeah. Um. I'm sure some people. Yeah. Some people clearly are, but it's like a full. You gotta like. So much pedaling, and you gotta like get people to think it's a good idea to get well, in that. Well, cart, yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Which I think is the hardest thing. Which I had no interest. Yeah. I was more the only the only fares I ever picked up were people that got in. It was their idea. Like it was never me. Like, hey, let's go for a ride. It was like someone like. Sometimes I'd just be at a stoplight, and someone would get in, and I wouldn't even see it happen. I would think that that would be the thing that you would be best at. Of of that would would be getting people. Oh, charming people. Well, because you you, you obviously don't problem talking to people it's what you do for a living yeah no i think um i think i didn't because with it with it with the cart it takes away a, a lot of them things that you have to do on a regular bicycle like balance it must simplifies it a lot sure aside from the fact that you're banging the cart and everything yeah. yeah so i would just daydream a lot and so i would use it to think like i would just sort of like pet, cruise around and be like hmm and like just think about stuff, so I didn't really have my eye on the prize, and that was my that was my sort of my tragic flaw as a pedicab driver. What's uh, I can't I can't I mean other than the that exercise, that really out of shape. Yeah, yeah. Other than the exercise, I can't imagine what what the appeal of that could possibly be. I think um, well, in in of the people that I met, I was the only American. Hmm. For one, sure. so I think part of the appeal yeah. is like it's easy way, relatively easy work way. under the table. Yeah, in New York, um, maybe I, w- I would think that that seemed to be because I was. It's, it's like being a cab driver without that barrier of entry, right? Yeah, yeah. there didn't. Seem, I was the only North American, even like because I, I guess I couldn't prove or disprove anyone's Canadianness, but yeah, there was no <laughs> everyone. So I think it was just like. I'm here in New York. I need a job. Yeah. I'm going to pedal this bike. But, but, but again, I mean, g- getting back to that original conversation we were having, it, it it sounds like you weren't having issue getting work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing, like, to be to find the time to be like, yeah. oh, I have nothing. And I'm not saying this about anyone that does. It's just for me. It needed to be a time when I really, I'm like, I definitely have time to do this. Like, and I was like, I just didn't have any, I was, had no work, you know, I like, didn't have any writing gigs really. And, um, and I like clockwork, I was at a stoplight and a pedicab stopped in front of me. And I was like, Oh my God, that's it. This, it's time. <laughs> the time has come. I saw the number and I took yeah. it down and, uh, yeah. So it was like fate. Are, 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 do you do you find do you find you have to keep sort of a regular, a, a relatively regular schedule in order to get anything done? Is that why you're you're waking up at that point in the morning? Yeah, just because I think, um, yeah, because I do shows a lot at night yeah. and stuff. So I want to have the day to, to write and do things. Um, and then it's kind of I don't know. I'm just kind of always like, I think coming from like a pretty regular family and my. Yeah parents especially my mom being sort of like get the fuck out of bed you know i sort of like realized like oh it's kind of a nine to five world like even though i don't really work in that Mm -hmm. uh those parameters or whatever everyone else is so like 
I might as well just like kind of keep my own office hours, which I kind of do. What, what what do your parents think of what you do? Um. Well, I think my I mean my mom died like three years ago, and I think she was pretty confused about it. Right, like about in, what you actually did. right up until the end. Yeah. yeah, I mean they would understand some things, like. I've written for the New York Times and things sure. like that, and so they get that, you know. But they wouldn't, you know, even like thing. I remember, like, I was in Variety magazine. They had to do like their ten comics to watch, and I was in that one year. And so I was like, "Oh, this will get them. Like, they'll be proud of me now." And they were like, "Huh?" <laughs> you know, they didn't give a shit really. But I mean, they, I don't know. They just didn't understand. Is it, is it just because there's no like one specific thing that you do? Yeah, I think, you know, they're just like, I don't know, he's kind of like... Yeah. I mean, I think, I, to my somewhat surprise, I find, like, a lot of people are like... Even people who are, like, yeah. even my friends are like, how do I... I don't know... Well, it was, it's what I was saying before. So I was trying to, trying to you know, think about how to contextualize <laughs> what you do. You know, most even even in comedy, it's pretty clear you know this person's a stand-up or yeah yeah i mean i i think i think it's much simpler than but yeah because i think people would be like oh you're not like a just a straight comedian yeah. you're like i don't know you're this guy <laughs> which maybe is maybe why i've why i feel like i don't get it as much work as i would like um but uh yeah i don't know i perform live i write yeah on camera stuff and I play in bands I mean I think it's pretty simple I mean really the only thing that's different that I do I think is that I you know I play a lot of music certainly there's people in comedy that play music and do musical comedy but maybe I'm one of the few that plays in bands and tours and does that because I I always did that so it's just like it's kind of like what I've always it's always been a part of what I do you know I'm wondering, but I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's not kind of moving in your direction anyway. You know, if you got a head start on it, like this. What's is, that? In order to do something like comedy, especially now, especially in the internet age, yeah, you've got to do. You've got to do everything, right? I mean, are you, yeah. you're kind of the new the new model for for comedy. I guess so, but I, you know, at the same time, I think it would be better to be to. I think the, my I just like doing different things, yeah. and I mean, yeah. But I think a lot of people, everyone, you know, most people do, you know, stand up and write and do a podcast or whatever, you know. But but I don't know. Sometimes I I would like to focus a little more and just like do one thing or whatever. What is, I mean, I'm, you know, is it is is it whatever? whatever comes up first or wh- are you working towards a specific thing yeah that's the thing i don't know i yeah. always want to do whatever i'm doing i want to do the other thing yeah you know like you w- you you could have a very successful book but you clearly would not be content to just be a guy no, writing books i probably would that would you be would, one that, i probably okay. would be because that's what i always wanted to do yeah before i started performing anyway i think i was on the path to do that and i started performing and i got kind of sidetracked by that not sidetrack but it just it was sort of like where things started heading but I think if I could just do I don't know maybe not I don't know because I like touring and I like performing yeah. live and I like 
I like all of it, you and know. And it sounds like writing a book is is at the moment a bit of a nightmare for you. But I think yeah, I think it is for everybody yeah. though. Like uh anyone that I know that does it, I think it there's a phase where it sucks and and uh a phase where it's good and I mean, with anything, I think it's like I kind of like. There's aspects of yeah. uh, there's things I hate about all of it, and there's things I love about all of it. You know, Let, let's get you through that phase. Let's move you in, into the next one. Okay, bounce, bounce some things off of me. Wait, of what? We're, let's oh. workshop what you're. Okay, it's gonna be maybe more essays, okay. but I want to focus the theme a little bit. You want to tie them tie together. them together a bit more, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe a novel of some sort. Okay. Well, novels but like seems too grown up for in me. Order. Yeah, yeah. But you want it to be. I mean, writing about yourself is is that the easy is that the easy thing to do? Mm. Is it easier than making stuff up for a, a for a full book? No, I mean, there's things that are hard and easy about both, yeah. or harder and easier about both. But um, I think the thing is that I, with the first book, I kind of sold a book of what it was going to be, and with this one, it's. It's open ended. Yeah. They're more just like do whatever you want <laughs> to a point. To right. a point. To a point. Yeah. Do you, so, st- do you still have to go in and, and pitch the idea before you sit down and write three hundred pages? No. No. I mean, they can reject it. I'm sure. Yeah. But, but no, it wasn't like I had sold a new idea for the new book. It was yeah. just like I just did it. Like I'm going to do a book, but so I, if i was in sort your of place, a luxury problem i mean if i was in your place i would want i would want to make sure that they were into the idea before i oh I yeah 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 no no i think yeah no it's not like i'm gonna write the whole thing yeah. and then be like here you go i'll write i've been like submitting like what okay. do you think of this what do you think of that yeah and um what's but the feedback been so far it's all incredible <laughs> no <laughs> um no i don't know i think i just want to do something that I'm excited about, yeah. Because I mean, anything, anything that I do, I, as uh, I want, I just want to have fun. That's my first and foremost interest. With money being a, like a close second, you're <laughs> in, you're in New York City. I mean, yeah, I need to make some money. So yeah. I mean, I need to make enough money to be able to keep doing the things that I like doing. But but with everything I do. I just want having fun as the first and just being entertained and then figure if I'm having fun, hopefully other people will have fun enough that I can keep doing it. But what what, so far it seems to work. What I mean, speaking, speaking of New York, what's, it seems like every other comedian is, is in LA. Everybody's, everybody's moved to LA, right? There's been a great exodus. What's, what's keeping you in the city? I hate, uh, well, I love New York. I shouldn't say that. I don't want to lead with, I hate LA, but, (laughs) um, but, but I I love New York and I, you know, I didn't, I guess maybe I would move to LA if there was like a, I don't know that LA wants me any more than I want it, you know, like, I don't know. That's really a place for me. Um, but I have great disdain for it at yeah. the same time. Um, for all the usual reasons, but um, I just like it here a lot more. And I'm just interested in being the best me that I can be. <laughs> and not, I'm not necessarily that interested in like throwing myself into the L.A. Uh, like 
machine or whatever you want to yeah. call it. But I might be rationalizing it. Maybe I'm just afraid. Maybe I'm afraid of see what what would happen. But I, I do, I do, I don't like it really. Yeah, I don't have. It's awful. It's a horrible place. Yeah. Um, I think that you know, on many levels, they've. T- I mean, the landscape itself, they've destroyed. It's sort of the one of the greatest misuses of land I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my travels. Maybe the greatest. And then I think, in general, L.A. The Darwinism of L.A. is very ineffective in that the weak and the stupid are not weeded out. In fact, they're like re- they're rewarded in many cases. Whereas I don't think that's how New York operates. You think the difficulty of New York is what makes it a good place to live, ultimately? Well, I think um, it doesn't... Uh, yeah, like, you kind of have to really want to be here and... and uh, and I, I think it doesn't, it kind of spits people out. Yeah. Whereas L.A., I think you can kind of, you can stay there as long as you want, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I think that's the problem with it. You don't really get kicked out yeah. like you do here. I think people get spit out of, maybe, I don't know. I mean, it changes, but I think in general that's true. There, there, seem, there seems to be a sense, though, that if you are serious about show business that you move to L.A., right? You, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm not serious about show business. I mean, I'm not really. Yeah. I mean, I'm you serious. You want a TV show. Sure, but um, I'm serious about the Dave business. <laughs> I'm not serious about show business. So You've got to work within show business to promote the Dave business. Though. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm just in. I like to do my thing. Mm-hmm. And, um,. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, because I also don't think that, you know, I don't think a bunch of sitcom people are like, oh, if we could just get Dave in here, yeah, then our problems would be solved. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if anyone's out there is saying that, you know. So maybe if, if I mean, if someone was like, get out of here immediately, you know, <laughs> you know that you know the president of show business called, sure, I, I would do it, but. You know, in terms of just like, oh, let's go see what happens out here. Probably not. Does 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 money does money override other things? You know, when if if the president, if the mayor of show business calls and no, wants I mean, you to I be think on, if money were my primary thing, yeah. I would definitely move there. Yeah, because there's so much more work. You know, I mean, I I make you know fine amount of money now, but. I'm sure I could make more out there. But you're, you're not interested in being a guy on a thing. Uh, it's not my goal. <laughs> you know, I yeah. say that, but then when I see someone be the guy on a thing, I'm like, wait, why aren't I the guy on the <laughs> thing? So I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm contradicting myself yeah. a lot. I don't know. I think it's a combination of, of genuine dislike for the place. And then there probably is an aspect of uh, maybe I'm just, I guess... I know that I... Whereas New York... New York on a bad day is still, I think, pretty... I was always interesting. And, yeah. yeah. You know, New York, no matter what, what's gone on with where I've been in my over the last, you know, 10 years I've been here, there's never been a time when I'm like, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. 
I never feel that way. That's, I mean, most people, you know, I've certainly had that moment. I mean, a lot of it just came down to, you know, the struggles of trying to survive here and live here. But, mm-hmm. you know, you, ne- you never had a moment when you thought about, about no? No, I mean, there's maybe moments where I'm like, I don't know if I can keep this up. Yeah. You know, thinking maybe I was going to get spit out and have yeah. to leave. But never a moment like, oh, I've had it. I've had it with this town. You know, I don't really feel that way. Um, which is, well, I'm not saying that I would never leave. Like, there's certainly things, like, I was just in New Orleans. I love it there. I, w- mm-hmm. I think it would be fun to live there. San Francisco, I really like. Uh, London. Uh, you know, so I could see living somewhere else, but I'm not like. But where's LA? Pretty much every time I'm there, I have like I'm gonna get the fuck out. Universally of here. miserable experience, yeah. Not not miserable. No, I've had good. I've got yeah. good times there. Like, you know, I was there for a couple weeks sometime in the last year, where I was like, oh, I'm having a good time. I could see staying out here. You know, I was had a thought like, oh, if someone was like, hey, Dave, show up to work here on Monday, I would be like, yeah, I'd do that. You know, that's how you got into New York in the first yeah, place. Yeah, I think that's maybe what would have to happen <laughs> is someone would have to be like, hey, can you just stay here yeah. and do this thing? I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. But in terms of like packing up all my stuff and being like, ta-da, here I am, you know, I don't know if I'm really that eager to do that. I mean, I say that, but who knows? A month from now, I'd be like, I just don't want, I mean, I have, I have a lot of friends who are doing great out there. And then I have a lot of friends who are doing fine out there. And, um, but I think, you know, but then I have, you know, I have a lot of friends who are like, fuck, I, I gotta leave New York. There's not, I got nothing going on here. I gotta see what's going on out there. Um, and, you know, in most cases, they, you know, things work out and all that. But I just don't like the, uh, I guess, I guess just simply, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like anything about it, really. Yeah. People are like, oh, the weather. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about the weather. You're from the Midwest. I'm from Cleveland. So, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, a, a day that's not overcast is yeah. great for me. Or 30 degrees below. Yeah. So I don't require sun every day. Is there a, is there a project that you've got going on right now that, you know, you you feel like you should be investing in more of your more of your energy in that... that should be your primary thing. I mean, like I'm slacking. You've, you've, no, I mean you've got you know you've, oh. you know again you've, you're you've kind of spread out all over the place. But I mean, yes, I mean on a simple level, to sim- I mean right now I'm really only doing a couple things. Yeah. Like you've got the podcasts, right? Well, no, that I wasn't counting that, but yeah, yeah. that. But no, I'm <laughs> so you've, got, you've got these like <laughs> other things that you are. Well, the counting podcast on. I just look at as like fun. If it's not actually it's paying the rent, I was paying a little money, but yeah. it's not like if I didn't have that money, it would really affect me at all. But when you list off your, these things, these are the things that are actually keeping you keeping you going. I mean, there, yeah, there's always a bunch of stuff yeah. all at once. But I would say right now, I'm writing a new book, and then I'm writing a pilot for Comedy Central based on the first book, and touring, and those would yeah. be kind of like what's on my brain right now but then there's the band stuff and things like that what's what's the what's the pilot writing experience like it's not it's just kind of in its infancy yeah but uh 
so far seems fine <laughs> how, how does how does a how does a book of essays translate i mean this is probably what you're working through right now yeah but, figuring it out yeah um but they i mean obviously they saw something in it that they thought could be a tv show yeah um i think it's just getting the that voice of the book and having that be this sort of having yeah. it translate to but we'll see maybe it won't work yeah i don't know i think it'll work <laughs> but you know i've been wrong before that's a tough. That's a, a tough thing about those 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 pitch meetings. I don't know how they how they go at Comedy Central, but any time I've been remotely involved in one of those things, it's you know, let's take these two ideas, you know, these two things that people in television recognize as being successful ideas. Oh yeah, let's take a. You know, it's it's Law Mythbusters meets, meets yeah. yeah. Meets two and a half men. Neither one of us could think of two shows. Two, uh, I know that's why we're here in L. A. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think. Uh, yeah, most m- most TV pitch. Yeah. Meetings I've had have been like I'm kind of I'm like oh maybe we should just go. Let's <laughs> the only actually the only the only. Um, I don't know. I think when you don't. Uh. I don't know. I think I've I pretty much only the only time I ever like make something happen is when I'm just like having fun hmm. you know that I think with this you know we were like just having fun talking about yeah. it you know and I did a, I've done pilots without for, thinking too hard yeah, yeah. and I've yeah. done other pilots you know and uh, I think if I have fun in the meeting then I think I can convince someone that it's a good idea but usually I'm in a meeting and I'm like oh my god yeah you know I think it's 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 got, it's got to be a rare thing I don't know that I've ever had fun in a in a meeting like that, um, but the yeah, the, the um the the Miami show was was an instance of that. Yeah, I think that I didn't. It seemed unbelievable to me, so yeah. I wasn't stressed out about it. Like when they they came to one of my shows and were like, "Hey, we want to do a TV show." I was like, "Oh, these people are crazy." I'm gonna go drink with my friends. No, <laughs> you know, I think because I was just relaxed about it. You didn't think they were actually no. people pitching an actual TV show? No, I was like, who are these people? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, and then, you know, other instances where I've been able to do a pilot or whatever, it's always been like, I'm kind of relaxed about it. But I think with anything, you know, it's like golf or something. Not that I really play golf, but I imagine if you're tense, you can't be very good at it. Sure. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm In my limited experience, yeah, with the game, which uh, I mean, that seems to be another thing working against Los Angeles. Oh, golf, uh, tenseness. I mean, I can't. Oh. You know, I mean, if if you're if you really, I, I can't imagine having a a laid back meeting in L.A. A laid back L.A. show business meeting. I think they. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's plenty of fine people out there. Yeah, it's but just, you know, in terms of actually know. getting something that far, that it's actually making its way onto television, I mean, no, yeah, nobody I don't wants know. nobody wants a laid back pitch meeting on that end of things. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have to like get myself hyped up. Yeah, I'm pretty quiet. You'll probably have to like bump boost this audio oh, yeah, yeah, a lot. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, add, we'll add an echo effect onto mm-hmm. it. It'll yeah, drop like pitch shifted a little bit. Um. No, I don't know. Yeah, but it's the same thing, though. I think if you, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I, I have, I have friends who are really good at that, and I'm, I'm not. 
uh, I don't have a lot of razzle dazzle yeah. in the corporate setting. It's the same <laughs> same same problem with the uh, with the rickshaw. Yeah, it's exactly right. You know, it's uh, I can handle the pedaling. It's the selling. Is is that, that uh, I have trouble with? Yeah, I mean that's interesting. I mean that, that might that might be what makes you good at what you do in terms of actually approaching people. I mean, I've you know I um, I, feel, I I I think I've seen you on the floor of like a like a comic con for mm-hmm. example, and you're um, this rare example of somebody with a microphone who's not running up to people screaming. Well, yeah, I mean, I think um, I was thinking about this earlier actually. I think, is it James Brown? Well, I know it's James Brown, but I don't know if it's a song or just a lyric of, like, talking loud, saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Is it a, I should look it up. But I think it's a song, and maybe it's just a lyric. Yeah. But I think that's what a lot of people do in general yeah. in life. They Especially talk, in front of a camera. They talk loud and say nothing. Yeah. Um, I think we give too much credit to volume and energy and stuff. People are like, oh, that's... That must be good. Yeah. You know, but that's why I think, uh, you know, I like the UK a lot because they're, they're uh, more laid back. They're quieter. I think I blend in a little better over there. But, but, but I mean, again, laid back isn't something that really sells in, in these pitches in, in, no, in terms of being in front of, a, in front of the camera, right? No, I mean, no, everybody no, wants everyone wants, like, high energy. Yeah. High energy because they're, like, afraid. But if you look... If you look, um, there's a lot of instances of, uh, of uh, you know, I think it's just a fear. It's a fear-based reaction <laughs> to be like, oh, we better get, you know, it's just as long as someone's talking loud and with energy, yeah, that's better than saying something of substance, maybe a little more quietly. <laughs> did, did that? Did that experience? That experience of writing. Um, writing for those VH1 shows, I mean, did that did that turn you off of being on the other side of that, of, of being the talking head? No, I mean, I've actually been doing more of that lately. Yeah. I just did a couple of those things for VH1. No, I mean, I, I get it. I You know, I get what people like about that stuff. So, I don't know. It just depends. I mean, it depends what the subject matter is for me. Like, for, for me, like, I was talking about... Justin Bieber or whatever, I can't really get too worked up about it. <laughs> you know, you, I mean, you would do, you would still do a Justin Bieber talking oh, sure. head thing, right? Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I don't know if I'd be good at it. What 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 uh, what has the subject matter been on the recent ones? I can't say. Can't it has say. An air jet. Okay, it's, still it's still in the you know the, in the editing phases. room. Yeah, I mean, but the, they've been fun to do. At the ver- at the very least, that's it's an instance of something where you get to even if for a short period be yourself yeah i mean like i think that's the thing like i think when i'm not myself i suck um you know if when you try to like some people are good at like i can't i just can't really when i'm not being myself i just yeah suck i mean there's plenty of people that argue that i suck period (laughs) you know there's whole yeah there's whole there's a whole message board dedicated to how much i suck but are you the same? Are you the same person when you're playing music? Is that? I think with music, um, it's changed because I don't give a fuck really 
about it. Um, no, it's not saying I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, none of us give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we don't give a fuck, but we don't. We're having fun, you know. Yeah. We're like not. Um, I don't need it to. Everybody's got other things. Yeah, like with yeah. me, you know, I make money from music and stuff, but it's grave, you know, it's gravy because I'm, you know, I'm already a millionaire. No, um, because you know, yeah, everyone's like I'm busy with comedy yeah. and writing. That's sort of like my main thing at this point and the other guys have other there are other things so it's not like we're trying to take over the world so in that way we don't give a fuck like it's not like we're like oh we didn't get that many downloads yeah. this week or whatever I don't, you know I don't really care do you, do you think you could I mean could you deal with it if music was was your main thing yeah I mean it has been in the past yeah. but um, I, yeah I, li- I like doing it but it's just not um but i think it's the reason i'm able to have a lot of fun with it now and have like a lot of ex- experiences that i'm psyched about whether you know touring and playing with different musicians that i respect um is because i don't have like i don't feel any pressure but it was le- it was less fun when it was your your primary your primary yeah, i think when i really wanted it to be successful it becomes stressful yeah you know, same way with comedy. I think, I think I was an, able to, you know, when I started, you know, have some, have it go smoothly at for you know, because I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, I need to make this my job. It just sort of, I was like, I don't know, like I was just like, I don't, you know, just do this, and and um, it grew from there. And I think now. Now that's sort of like, oh, I want this to happen. I want to do this. I want to do that. Then you kind of tense up and you go like, you know, you don't. Then it makes it all harder. It's like with the, you know, with working on the second book. I was thinking about it today. You know, it's like I'm saying like, oh, I have to write this book. I where's I should probably be thinking more like, oh, I get to write this <laughs> book. It's going to be fun. I mean, which ultimately it, w- it will be once I get more in the groove of it. I think it will be. Do, 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 do you, I mean, do you think that kind of like moving ahead, getting older, that you're going to have to focus a little bit more on one or two things? No, no. Um, I hope not. <laughs> no, unless unless you know, I just out of necessity. I mean, certainly, you know, I've done. You know, like last summer, I wrote on a TV show mm-hmm. full time, so that was what I was focused on. So yeah, if, I, if in that, in, in terms of what takes up my time, but I think I'll always be want to do do but, but you don't things. see you don't see that becoming a necessity like just, i have to just survive basically getting a job as you know even if that job i hope isn't i hope not yeah i hope not but maybe i don't know who knows i mean i, I wouldn't see that as a bad thing it was you know like i've certainly have plenty of friends who have taken jobs writing on sitcoms or whatever um which is awesome and then they it pays well, um, and yeah, I think I would do that. Like yeah. if it were a show that I was psyched about. I, think I mean, you get your own TV show that they're probably going to ask that that be that be what you do. <laughs> you know that that be your yeah. job. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't know. But you know, it, or, but then on the other hand, it could come out to be like, oh shit, you know, because it's certainly like not. It's you know. It's not like I'm, uh, 
I mean, I, I work and I make a living, but I'm not, you know, I'm not like uh, Louis C.K. or sure. any, you know, someone who's, uh, you know, just destroying, you know, he's doing amazing, you know. I'm saying he doesn't have any financial concerns. Yeah. I'm sure he does. Everyone does, I guess. But, but just he's saying, fo- like, but he's focused my operation yeah. is not at that level. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully it'll keep my my uh, my empire will grow, just continue to grow. I mean, it has been, even when, I, even when I'm kind of like, oh, shit, what's going on? Then I look at the end of the year, I'm like, oh, I made more this year than I did last yeah. year, which I guess is a good sign, even though maybe in my mind I'm thinking things are going horribly or whatever. But, no, I don't mean, you know, maybe at some point I'll be like not happy with the rate at which things are growing and I'll be like, oh, I should go do this or that. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe I just want to do something else. I don't know. Yeah. But you, you don't realize how successful of a year it's been until <laughs> until the tax returns come in? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I have no... I think, you know, when you're doing something, it's hard to really... Sure. Um, yeah. What is it? Take stock of it and... I don't know the forests and trees. I don't know. It all just seems horrible. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Grass and yeah, I'm just yeah. sort of like miserable. Yeah. Um, no, I just I'm always kind of like, oh fuck. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I mean, like right now, I you know, I know what I'm working on, but I'm like, oh, I don't know what. I don't really know what's ahead. I know a few things. You know, I'm like, I'll be here on this date, and I'm going. You know, I'm going yeah. to Norway. I'm going to Australia. That's cool, but it like in terms of like what for two thousand fourteen, like where is my money coming from? I don't really know where it's coming from right now. I was, you know, maybe some idea of some things but but not in a way like, Oh, I have this job yeah. that's gonna pay me this much for sure. So but you've been but you've been very lucky thus far in that there's always been another thing on the horizon. Somehow, yeah. Yeah. I mean things slow down sometimes, you know. And there's times when I'm like, Oh shit, it's all over. I mean I think that all the time. But um it's like anything I guess. Yeah. It's all over being like I can't live in New York and do comedy anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna be painting houses again. Yeah. Which I was horrible at. Yeah. Um do, do, do you don't really have a fallback career, do you? I don't think I'd be... I don't know. Sometimes I think I would like to be an acupuncturist. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that I requires that be, some training. An, yeah, you have to go to school. What's appealing about acupuncture? <laughs> I just find it interesting. Yeah. Eastern medicine. Um, let's see. That would be cool. Um, what else? I, t- I took a career, t- like a thing where they're supposed to tell you, like, what oh, yeah. you're good at. Yeah. I did this, like... Recently? Like, probably, like, 15 years ago. Oh, okay. And... It'd be worrying if you did it recently. N- well, not <laughs> that far off. I mean, <laughs> I did it... Um, I did it when my parents were like, what are you doing, you know? And, um... So they were like, you should do, take this, like a, a day, like yeah. eight hour test. Wow. Um, 
and at the end of it they yeah they're like this is i thought they would just be like oh call this guy you get a job here you go yeah like like a, te- like a temp agency yeah they'd be like yeah. call this guy he'll he'll it's got the perfect thing for you and um and uh at the end of it they're like oh well based on your tests like you would be good at art or music or writing or performance of some sort and um basically yeah. all this stuff i was interested in. and but then the one wild card where they were like or import export like that was the one like job yeah they were like you'd be good at that so part of me and is as like, much as import export means anything at all yeah i mean i i think it would you know i'm like oh maybe I, yeah but then they say that to like yeah um i think they said that to george costanza yeah, yeah, yeah. on seinfeld uh uh art vandalay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> or yeah no he made that up <laughs> but i think i'm like oh maybe i could be like you know maybe import export scotch or like some kind of sure. liquor that i'm into you find something you love you import export that yeah yeah whatever I, you know let's see i like scotch i like guitars guitars but you know most of the good best guitars are made in america so so export, screwed more export, export yeah more yeah. export could do that uh suits you like suits, suits i like suits so yeah, there's that. I could get in that. That would I would I'd be into that. Yeah. Actually, that'd be a line of work I'd be into. When when did when did the suit thing start? I think once I started finding like ones that I liked, um, I started getting. You know, I got one, I got another. Yeah. Now I have you know a lot of them. You know. Do, do you do you get into like once? It seems like once you once you become the suit guy, you gotta you gotta be the suit guy. Yeah, but I mean. I don't know. I'm conflicted about it. Some t- I was actually thinking about this today. I was like, maybe I should really be the suit guy. Yeah. Wear suits all the time. Like a Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. Though, to be fair, I've seen him not in a suit uh-huh. socially. But you never see him, yeah. you know, uh, in a you know, professional setting. Never. Yeah. Not in my experience. Um, whereas I will not wear always... I'll wear like you know something like a morning now. Sure, but, but you know it's still a, a velvet overcoat. It's true, yeah, it's true. It still fits. It fits. Yeah, the it fits in the wheel. It's in the wheelhouse. Yeah. But um, no, it's just what I like. Yeah. But I wear like I was wearing a tracksuit until about six thirty. Okay. Um, because I was just um, I went running. Yeah. This morning, and then I just it just didn't change. I changed my T-shirt and then I, and then I, uh, but yeah. So sometimes I like to to wear track suits and like dress like a landlord or superintendent. It, it, kills, the, it kills the illusion to me that if I opened up your closet, it wouldn't just be like George Jetson. Like it all, would be mostly the, mostly that. that. Would, if you over, if you were in my closet, yeah, that's what you would find okay. is mostly. Then you've got the hamper, and then the hamper you'd find like hoodies and. <laughs> t-shirts and things but yeah there's there's other people that think of me as only a guy who wears track suits people that only see me people in your building no they they get the full run but like people at the coffee shop that i go to in the morning people that see me before 9 a.m like there's this uh 
girl that works at the shoe store next door and she's like you're always dressed like in a tracksuit <laughs> and uh and then she, why would she bring that to your attention she was just kind of making fun of me yeah and um cause I wear like a really it's like a full on yeah like uh like, like I'm DMC an old or... Italian man. Oh, okay. well, I, it's a long story why I have it, but um, and so I'm like, well, no, I actually wear like yeah, and I dress uh, nice most of the time. Yeah, and she's like, I don't believe it. And then uh, she ended up coming to a show, and she's like, oh, you were you weren't lying. So you're, when when you say you know you're you're kind of looking to kind of you know, to make to make that commitment, are you talking about on and off stage? Yeah, I'm not saying I'm. I was just thinking like maybe I should, because yeah. I've got it. You know, yeah. it would just simplify things for me. Yeah, like, be, a, like rather than like be the like Steve Jobs thing, like you know, have a have a uniform. Yeah, exactly. In life. Yeah, just like that's like there's no debate. Like, which yeah. direction am I going to go in today? Because some days I wake up and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll wear a what, t-shirt what, how, <laughs> what, what's a tracksuit day versus a suit day like when I think it depends what I if I have to leave the house okay like it's I don't really sit around the house in a suit tracksuit is I'm not expecting you to leave the house but you might end up out of the house or, or if I'm gonna leave I'm not gonna see anybody yeah. uh, other than like uh, people like I'm buying food from um but I wouldn't wear a tracksuit to a restaurant I might step it. I would generally step it up. Okay, but you put but you put the overcoat on to do the interview. No, this would be like you said. Up until about six thirty, you were in the tracksuit. We started at seven, so that leads. You're me to right. Play. Well, I didn't really. I wasn't anywhere. I was indoors all day. But if I had to go, say for example, yesterday, yeah, I had a meeting and I I put on a similar outfit. This would be me like. Uh, I don't know. No, I was. I thought about coming in the tracksuit, but I thought that would be disrespectful <laughs> to you. Yeah. So the least I can do yeah. is take a shower. Yep. And then I if pre- I take I a shower, it. I'm not going to put a tracksuit yeah. back on. Basically, that's it. Yeah. If I haven't showered, I probably might be wearing a tracksuit. Right. But if I have showered, then you're getting velvet. It's nice to have <laughs> beyond beyond just the the uniform. It's nice to have a, a costume where wherein people who run into you on the street know what they're getting themselves into yeah you know well and plus i think the more i've noticed in recent the last couple of years i've been like pushing it farther with brooches and ascots and things because then it's then you have to be nicer to people when you with an ascot yeah because people will assume that you're an asshole or like some sort of jackass yeah so sometimes I like oh, to I really... Oh, I you have to overcome. I have to be nicer. Yeah. It forces me to be go out of my way to be nice because yeah. I'm, inside I'm thinking that I look like I'm some sort of ass. <laughs> so King I, Dick. I Yeah, I want to disprove that notion. <laughs> so I think it's sometimes good to dress like a dick. Yeah. Because it, huh. it makes me try harder to be nice. I mean, I think I, I'm nice in general. On the flip side... I might assume you're an asshole if you're wearing a tracksuit. But a very different kind of asshole. Yeah. Salt of the earth asshole. <laughs> yeah. Where's my where's my money? That kind of <laughs> yeah. asshole. Um yeah. 
Yeah, so, so yeah, maybe I was concerned that. I want to okay. give you the impression. Yeah. I think you, this worked out better for everybody. Yeah. And there you have it. That was uh, comedian, uh, musician, author Dave Hill, uh, all around uh, nice guy, well-dressed man. Um, thanks so much to Dave for taking the time to do that interview. And thank you to Dave in advance for uh, the interview that we're actually about to do. Um, so uh, we, we, we tend to kind of uh, to, to load up this show. I've actually got uh, about a month's of interviews uh, already in the can right now. It's uh, it's good for me. That you know, it means it's nice to be on the ball. It means I've, I've got uh, a bunch lined up. If some don't come through, but that also means that uh, if, if any piece of, of like big breaking news happens to come out from any of these people in the, the intervening couple of weeks, that uh, that we miss it. We 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 miss it completely. And you know, as a a, a weekly interview podcast we pride ourselves on being the source of lots of breaking news uh so uh, i'm gonna have a follow-up interview with dave that will be happening later this week so that should uh, that should be going up in the very near future because uh you know as we were, we, we talked around it a little bit uh, i didn't know at the time but it turns out that uh you know, mr hill will be taking over the time slot for the best show on wfmu that uh that, that coveted tuesday night slot uh, after the um, after 13 years of uh, one of the best radio shows ever, so uh, certainly something that uh, I want to catch up with uh, with, with uh, Mr. Hill and, and, and speak about. Um, so thanks to him, uh, thanks thanks to uh, to the Boing Boing Podcast Network, Mark, and everybody else for hosting this. Thanks, Brian, as always, for for editing it. Thank thanks to you for listening to the show. If you've got any feedback, it's riwildcast at gmail.com you can follow us on tumblr uh, also riwildcast.tumblr.com you can rate us on itunes um, or you could just you know you could just ignore us ignore us completely it's a, it's a free country uh, lots of interviews as I mentioned before lots of interviews already lined up um, we'll have another one coming at you guys next week and uh, follow up from, uh, from from Dave Hill surely surely you're not tired of hearing Dave Hill speak um, good because lots lots more of that to come 